Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to the Tuesday Special Podcast. Before we jump into the episode this week, let me give a quick shout-out to our sponsors. First being Cabarrus Brewing Company. CabarrusBrewing.com, 329 McGill Avenue, if you're in the Concord, North Carolina area, on the outskirts of Charlotte. They have your beer from here, amazing IPAs, amazing lagers, amazing ales, amazing everything. It's very rare that you find a brewery that has like the total package, like an awesome bartend staff, an awesome wait staff, awesome food, awesome beer, great owners. Cabarrus Brewing is the epitome of the full package of just a great brewery. So if you're in the Concord, North Carolina area, check them out. Once again, it's 329 McGill Avenue. If not, just check out their website. Check out their beer. I don't know if you can order it. You can buy it in stores. I know it's in Food Lines. I know it's in Harris Teeters. It might be in some Publix. I think it's in some Publix. Yeah, just check it out. CabarrusBrewing.com. Also, our other sponsor, 1820 Apparel. They have awesome apparel, a brand new company, a few months in. Check out their logo shirts. You can check out their mental health awareness shirt. You can check out their For Everyone shirt. Check out all their gear, especially the Team Shasta shirts. Still available for Shasta Kirkechi. Uh, it's my girlfriend's sister, and they, the people at 1820 were so gracious to put something together where we sell those shirts. All the proceeds go to her. Uh, she just had a liver transplant. She's got to stay around the Duke University Hospital for a certain amount of time, and that that's a big expense, and we're trying to help out as much as possible to help her out with the finances of, of paying for all that. So if, if you feel it in your heart, or if you just want to check out an awesome apparel company, go check out wear1820.com, W-E-A-R, and the number's 1820.com. All right, let's get on with the show. Take a sip. Hold on one second. I don't know how much of the of that the mic got, uh, but I'm drinking. I think it's pronounced Perrier. That's what my girlfriend tells me. Katie tells me it's pronounced Perrier. P e r r i e r. Mineral water, carbonated water. Uh, never thought I'd like any of this stuff, but uh, yeah. Ever since I started. Okay, let me let me before I get on a rant on this. Uh, my name is Patrick. I'm the host of the Tuesday Special Podcast. Uh, if, you, if you're tuning in this week for a guest interview, I'm sorry. You just have me for the next 30 minutes. This is going to be a little bit shorter because, like, listen, I, I love doing this podcast. I love I love be having this outlet to just talk about things I want to talk about and to communicate with, with the fan base. But one of the things I love the most is having these unique conversations with people. And sometimes stuff don't work out or or I've just been busy and I haven't had a chance to meet up with anybody to do an interview that I want to interview. And when that happens, I missed last week because last week I will talk about last week. And uh, but you have to know and I want to be completely honest with you because I always try to be completely honest with you. Doing these things by myself, I can I dread it. I dread it because I don't think I'm entertaining enough to to occupy your ear for an hour for, for that matter. But I mean, I'm gonna try. To, I'm gonna try to fill 30 minutes, and I got I got something I want to talk about and give give my take. Uh, we're gonna have, if you listen to the last episode we released, which was two weeks ago, it was me. It was a special episode, I should say. We released two. Um, it was I, re- I released one with Ed Zon, which is a, unbelievable. If you're if you're a professional wrestling fan, it's an unbelievable podcast and and 
uh, episode of me and Ed talking about old wrestling, new wrestling, the transition from the old days to the new days. I love that. I love that episode. Uh, then I did a special episode with Brian Kenabrowski, who is the owner of PWX Wrestling, and it was like four days before the biggest show that me and Brian had ever done with PWX and the biggest financial risk we've ever taken, or he's ever taken, I should say. And uh, and it turned out amazing. And, and I've had a, a good bit of people ask if we're going to do a follow-up episode about the about the legend event uh, with Liger and Rocky and Rapunky 3K, and we will. I've already talked to Brian, and we're going to try to knock it out within the next week or two and uh, just do a special episode just to follow up. And, yeah, so that, that answers that question. But I'll talk about it. I'm, I'm going to give my take on, on the legend and, like, life recently and a lot of things that's been going on. But uh, – Ever since I started, I, I say that to say this. I don't know. I've just got on a rant. And th- that's what this is. If you've never listened to one of my, like, I call them solo rides. So solo episodes, uh, I get on rants and I just talk. And if you, if you enjoy it, thank you for listening. I appreciate you being a part of it. And, uh, yeah, and find me on social media. Just Patrick Price. Patrick Price Comedy on Facebook. And I don't know. I don't I, I, I don't know how to do this. I like. People think I do. I'm what I'm like twenty something episodes in, and I don't like. I never put out social media. If you if you want to find anything, just go to TuesdaySpecial.com. But uh, back back to my original story is uh, in I think I want to say like the first of April. I, I decided after uh, Zach, who has been a podcast guest, uh, Zach Fandel, uh, like him and a girl named Chelsea, who's one of my good friends, who's a bartender at. Uh, Cabarrus Brewing, one of many places, and uh, they were talking. They and they had got on these this keto diet, and they had and I had thought about it because I've got I was I was the fattest I've ever been at two fifty eight, and uh, I, I hadn't worked out. And it's it's a weird concept of getting older and trying to stay in shape, and like you lose that motivation. Or for me, I speak I speak for myself. You lose that motivation of staying in shape, especially when you have a beautiful lady that loves you for that, for that's what she tells me, uh, that loves you. You just, you just had a kid. I mean, it's just like, you have all this stuff. I got, I got a lot of stuff I'm doing, like from a business perspective, I got a full-time job. It's just, you can't find, I, my excuse is I can't find time in the day. Like if I want to work out, I got to stay up till one in the morning and go really late. or I got to get up at like four in the morning and go before I have to go to my full-time job. And neither one of those are options in my head that that are worth the worth the reward that I would get from working out. And I do I do want to stay healthy. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to get I don't want to grow up just and and just let my health go. I'm not to that point in life. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I started this keto diet. I weighed two fifty eight. I did it from I think April like the fifth or sixth to June 1st, like strict, strict diet, not, not eating any carbs, hardly at all. I might have a few, I want to try to keep it between 20 and 50 grams of carbs a day. And uh, I lost like 20 pounds and I can, I'm, and now I do like a, I don't, I do like a very loose keto diet. Uh, I'll, I'll eat bread. Like, like my two things is pizza and Mexican food. Like I gotta have pizza and Mexican food. And that was the hardest thing for me to turn down whenever I was on the keto diet, but I did, I was successful and that's why I had good results. I assume that's what I keep telling myself cause I was proud of myself. 
but yeah, so now I like I, I, I there was at least two occasions that I can think of off the top of my head where I went and ate Mexican food and got enchiladas without without uh, wraps or whatever you call them without tortillas and just ate what was inside and no tortillas and I didn't eat any chips. Do you talk about one of the most one of the worst just feelings ever is when you're sitting at a Mexican restaurant and you know you can't eat chips. The chips and salsa are just right there. All of my entire, like Mexican food is one of my favorite foods out there. And like the food, I don't know, like my favorite foods out there. And you're sitting there and looking at a bowl of salsa and, and tortilla chips and you can't eat it because it's too many carbs. Yeah. I remember one time we were, we were sitting there, me and Katie and, uh, I just kept staring at the chips and I eventually I had convinced myself. It's crazy how your mind works. I convinced myself like maybe if a one chip has like six grams, six grams of, of carbs, I might be able to eat two chips with salsa because I can eat salsa all day, but the chips is what's going to get me. And, uh, yeah, before I could decipher and look it up on my phone, Katie had the waitress take the chips off the table. Uh, because she's a good girlfriend and she supports my my dietary habits, but uh, but yeah. So uh, right now I'm officially like 28 pounds down. So I'm at like two. Tw- I want to say 228. I don't know if that's right math or not. Somewhere around there. I don't know. But uh, but yeah. This this I started drinking this. This is crazy that I've just filled seven minutes trying to talk about why I started drinking Perrier and. And I, I don't even know what I talked about, but I started drinking this Perrier, and uh, like when I start, I started drinking it at the WrestleMania party in New York with the Hot Spots crew. Uh, Mike had a bunch of had had some catering there, and had a bunch of uh, alcohol. And I don't drink alcohol. I know that's hard to believe. Uh, st- I still support Cabrera's Brewing, my sponsor, but I just don't drink alcohol. I haven't since September, and now it's it's turned into a contest with myself, like an internal uh, contest of how long can I go without drinking alcohol now i know i know we have to go do the the new japan tours uh, in the end of september and i assume i'm going to drink some alcohol just to celebrate there i was going to do it after legend if legend was going to be it was successful but like when i got out of there i was too tired and and i was just worn out emotionally just wrecked and it just worn out but uh but yeah so that's that's why i drink perrier and i think it's good i'm gonna take another swig real quick before we jump in jump in deep on this episode All right, I'm ready. I calm my nerves down. I'm ready to do this. All right. So with these like solo episodes, I try to I try to have a theme. And uh, one of my favorite episodes I've ever done is a is is a solo episode, and it's called I don't I can't remember the actual name of it, but it's about creativity. It's about being creative and don't let like don't let the world's views corrupt your creativity in your brain. And I try to preach that to everybody I know. And, and the reason I the reason I did something on that is because I've let that happen. I've I've been a victim of those circumstances of letting letting uh, outside outside players, for lack of a better term, uh, affect my creativity and and uh, and what's the word I'm looking for? And just like make me th- make make me scared. And uh, like I want I want this episode's. I mean, this episode is titled "Achievement," and and I don't I don't want people to to look at that and think that I'm just going to sit here and boast about my achievements. 
that's not what I'm going to talk about some of my achievements and, and how I've, I find myself in life from a professional standpoint now closer to goals that I never thought were possible. And, and the way that I got there is, is I want, I'm just going to go through the process. And, and I'm not saying that you're going to go through the same process. I'm just saying that this, this is my story. And, uh, like, I mean, I don't know if, if you're in, if you're big into church, uh, you, you hear people's testimonies and, and you find something from that and you take something from their testimony and you put it towards your own life and, and to help your help with your walk. And if you're not, if you're not in church and you don't believe in church and, and religion, then that's not for you. It's the same thing as reading a biography of someone that is very super wealthy and, and super successful in what they chose their chosen profession. Uh, you you take like I'm a big fan of Steve Jobs, uh, I, and I, I you don't have to go on your rant about how he was an asshole. He was not a family man. I read his biography. The movie doesn't do it justice. I read his biography, and I know in his biography it tells you how bad of a of a, of a human being he was. And but but I, I appreciate his innovation, and I appreciate his creativity and his ability to affect the world as a whole in the digital age with Apple, the brand Apple with iPhones with, and, and even more so I, I respect his work ethic and I respect, and I, and I understand like his worth that work ethic is what made him a douchebag. But, uh, but I respect that work ethic and I respect his, uh, his ability to build a team and, and require like so much out of that team. And that, I mean, sometimes that's what you have to do to achieve results over and above anything that you would have ever, have ever expected. Um, but it's the same concept when you, when you read a biography of someone very successful, whether it's, whether it's like, I don't, I mean, I don't even know. I, I, I just associate it with the Steve Jobs book because that's the most successful, like a uh, tech person I, I can think of. Uh, outside of maybe Bill Gates, but I, th- I still think Steve Jobs was more, like, more innovative than Bill Gates. Uh, I think Bill Gates made everything better. Steve Jobs in like created. Steve Jobs created the iPhone, created the iPod, created uh, like di- not di- like almost created digital downloading. But I mean, there's uh, Pixar. He helped create Pixar. He, I mean, this it's inc- it's insane. You know, I'm not gonna spend 30 minutes talking about it, like just putting over Steve Jobs, but I'm just trying to make you understand. So when I tell, like, I'm not going to tell my testimony or my life story of how I got to where I am, but I'm just going to tell you like achievement. And, and I'll start with like what, when you look at yourself and when you look at what you're trying to do and when you look at uh, where you're trying to go in life, what, what do you consider like success? What do you consider like an achievement? Is it, if you're, if you're in high school, if you're listening to this, you're in high school or college is it making A on a hard class? I mean, like, when I went to college, uh, I did, had no idea what I wanted to do out of school, so I went to community college. Uh, and and, and it, it was not the community colleges of, of, t- of today. It was not, like, industry standard, like, unbelievable facility community college. Like, I love the community college I went to. It shaped me into... Uh, what I was going to do after that and moving and moving forward in life. And uh, I, I, this is no shot at the community college I went to, but I, I, that's what I decided to do is go to community college. I knew it didn't cost much. I knew I could, we could pay out of pocket. Is my parents agreed to pay my college, uh, my first degree out of pocket. 
and uh, and it wouldn't break the bank, and and they supported that. And I got a business degree, um, and I took that, and I learned a lot about business. I did, and then I went to a, like private art school, which is going to haunt me for the rest of my life with those student loans. But uh, but yeah, and that's that's what kind of shaped me into the professional businessman that I've tried to be and the artistic mind that I tried to be. And I feel like that, that was my choice. And that was my goal in life is like, I I was really good at video editing and, and after business school, I could do great. I could do, I was okay at graphic design. Um, so I tried to get some graphic design jobs and like, I wasn't really as good as, as industry people. So it was just a dead end. So I decided I needed to go, like further that piece of it and uh and i did they didn't really have video jobs like youtube wasn't i mean youtube was getting going but it wasn't huge uh like like now you could probably get out of school and just go jump and work for any in any company doing like social media marketing and youtube videos for the company but uh but i mean after after i graduated art school uh like I'd interviewed a few places and I decided that I had worked a, my, the same job all through school and I wanted to, I had like 10 years tenure there and, and you, you can say I played it safe. You, I've heard that before. I've heard that I didn't, I haven't gone full out risk, uh, for owning a company and trying to, trying to go all in. Uh, I just, that's not my forte. That's not what I choose to do. I, 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 I've always wanted to have a backup plan. I've always wanted to make sure I had money in the bank and make sure I could get my bills paid, make sure I could take care of my family. Um, but uh, I, so I kept my job and I started my own company, and uh, I did okay. Uh, and uh, but starting my own company and having to deal with that with nobody else at like twenty six, twenty seven years old was insane. It was two thousand eight, and uh, and. I had no idea what I was doing, but it's, it's, it's crazy because dealing, dealing with companies, dealing with clients, dealing with, um, people trying to screw you over, dealing with people that are trying to do good business and having to determine what, what that is and decipher through it has prepared me for where I am today. And, uh, like through, and I'm going to ramble cause I have no, I have no concept of organization uh, when it comes to this podcast so I, I don't like to write down notes and follow notes and this and that I think that that waters down I'm just trying to have a genuine genuine conversation with you uh, and the moral of this story is when you're going through things whether it be good things bad things um, it, it's preparing you for the future it's uh, I've I've been I've been very lucky with my real job. I call it my real job. In wrestling, we call it shoot jobs. But uh, with my real jobs that I've had it for like fifteen or sixteen years, and uh, they've been so good to me. And they they let me travel when I need to travel. They let me do what I need to do, and uh, and I will continue to work there until they don't want me anymore. Uh, just because or, or opportunities arise, and uh, and it's just. Like you, you hear, you hear all these people and this, this is, I'm talking to my entrepreneurs now or people that want to be entrepreneurs. Uh, you hear all these people tell you like, you're, you're not a full business owner until you quit your job and you do your business for a living. I'm here to tell you that's bullshit. 
because uh, I mean, if if you can do that, then more power to you. I, I you 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 are being successful. If if you're not comfortable with doing that, you can do both. Yes, it's a lot of work. Yes, you don't get sleep. Yes, it's even harder when you have a nine month old upstairs yelling and running around. But uh, but you can do it. It's it, it boils down to two like two or three concepts. The first is work ethic. I think you have to have a unique work ethic to be a business owner or to be successful for that matter. I mean, this is now now I'm scooting back from business owners and just talking to people in general. Because I, I assume that everybody that listens to this podcast wants to do something in life that's unique. They want to do something in life that you can just like you have you ha- it was, it's a dream. It's a dream you either had when you were a kid, it's a dream you had when you when you just realized something in middle age. It's a dream you had when you've worked your entire life and you're older now and now you get to do what you want to do. Uh, you've played the game, you played the system and now and now it's your turn to live life a little bit before it's time for you to go go to the other side. The it, no matter what your situation is, there's a way for you to do to live your dream. The matter the the one of the one of the things that that falls into place with that is you have to have a work ethic. You have to have a big time work ethic because that's how dreams come become a reality. And what I when I say that I say, like I've been thinking a lot about professional wrestling lately uh, because there's just so many opportunities, and I'm not gonna get into all of them. Uh, some people know some of them, some people don't. Uh, but there's so many opportunities that are coming my way, coming a lot of my friends' ways, and it's so rewarding to see because you. you we, I, I, I get a preview from behind the scenes of like what these people have been through, what they've done, like the hard work they've put in. Just because I know their stories, I've talked to them, I've witnessed it. And uh, what I, what I usually do is I see like people. I mean, like how like James Drake and Anthony Henry were on the WWE Network and featured prominently on the WWE Network uh, with Evolve, and it's just so awesome to see those guys succeed like that. Because I remember, I remember giving like giving the okay, not necessarily giving the okay but being okay with bringing them into pwx and uh like james had been traveling all around north carolina and and uh the the, the states around and never really gotten his break and and i'm not and I, I don't take credit for where he is i mean he's he's his own man he's he's always been amazing an amazing talent and uh like i mean we just i, I just gave him a stone to step on to to get to the next level and uh, same thing with Anthony Henry, and, and Henry has just progressed, and I've and I've been lucky enough to see his progression, Amber's progression, uh, them as a tag team's progression, and to see how far they've come is so rewarding. And I just sent them a text message saying I'm I'm just proud of you guys, man. And it's uh yeah, just little stuff like that, and that that's like that's what makes me believe. And uh, I mean, go back to the opportunities we got with New Japan. And there, there's a lot of players that that were involved with that, and I'm talking about the Charlotte and and Nashville shows that we helped with New Japan. And uh, like I tell I tell everybody to this day, if if there was a company that I thought I would help out or work with uh, in wrestling, the last one that I thought I would ever work with was New Japan, because I thought that was so like if I was a wrestler, then maybe I could get there. But from a production standpoint. Like I just don't see how that would work out, and it's in, it's insane to me when I sit back and think about where where my relationship is with that company now, and and how how crazy life is and opportunities are, and just taking advantage of an opportunity. Uh, so I mean I don't know I don't know what I'm trying to say here. I'm just trying to 
give you guys some type of motivation. And and I, I just I don't know. It's like I have and and, and I, let me let me let me say this. The I'm sorry. Another sweep from the Perrier. Before I lose my voice, the uh, I have an opportunity coming up possibly, and uh, I'm terrified, like terrified about it, and not not terrified because I think it's going to change things. I'm terrified because I don't know that I'm ready, and I'm not not that I don't know that I'm ready from a professional standpoint. Just uh, like I question everything. I, I don't I don't know. Like it, I, I can have ten million people tell me I'm good at what I do, and it, when you get opportunity to do it at the next level, you're scared because you you want to. You're I, I don't know. It's just the way our minds work, and I don't know why my mind works like that. Because I mean, I've done I've done WrestleCon for the last last six years. I've I've done the new I've produced the New Japan uh, USA shows. I've I mean I'm pr- I'm gonna help do with production on the Northeast tour. Um, uh, I mean, like I've been there. I've, my resume is what it is, what it is. And it's like, do, but you still have that doubt in your head that makes you wonder if you're good enough. And I still think that, I don't, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if I'm good enough. And that's, that's crazy to me because like not until I sat down and put together a resume, did I ever feel like. I had done a lot in wrestling. I felt like I'd been blessed. I, I continue to feel like I've been blessed. I've been so blessed in life to do, be able to do all the things that I've done, and not like, and not just hit road bumps. And I've hit road bumps, but just like, like I've been so blessed by by being surrounded by people that have been on this podcast and future guests of this podcast, like Jake Manning. Give me opportunities. I mean, I, I I worked for Ring of Honor for two years, uh, following around filming for them. Uh, that was like the start of me getting all these opportunities. Uh, like Mike Bukikia, that owns High Spots, gave me the opportunity to to like set up the venue and and help produce the the live shows uh, for WrestleCon. And I and I've done and I've got to work with like Wrestling Revolver with Sammy. I've gotten to work with. Andy at Rev Pro through that. I've gotten to work with C- CZW and DJ. I've gotten to work with uh, like Impact Wrestling. I've, uh, I mean, it's it's crazy. I get, I get, to, I've got to work with Evolve. Who, I mean, congrats to them. I've, I've talked about Drake and Henry. Like they, they, that that crew, that team, so deserves the opportunity they got because that team works so hard. And so, congratulations to Gabe and Sal and and everybody on that team. And it's just like you get to a point in life where you, I've, 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 like you transition. Like when you first get into – like I'll use professional wrestling because that's what I'm so accustomed to. When you first get into professional wrestling and, and you just do stuff for little to no money and you, you travel the road all these places, you, you go do all these – take advantage of all these opportunities. You, everybody that sees you from the outside are like, what are you doing with your life? You're doing all this stuff for free. You're doing all this stuff for next to nothing. And they just don't understand. And, and you're driven by passion. But it, as the years go by, that passion starts fading because opportunities start getting scarce. And and, and it, there there comes a time period of over a few years where it's just hustle. You just have to you just have to just put your put your chin down, 
uh, like put your, I'm sorry, put your head down and just go, just keep moving forward and push and push and push. And then, and then you get to another, another part after, after that piece where you get these certain opportunities, this like not huge opportunities, but it just shows it's an opportunity for what we like to call resume building and to build your resume and do a few cool things. And, uh, and if you're, if you're lucky enough and you're talented enough and you've worked hard enough and you have the work ethic and you have the skill, you could do this. And then, and then you get to the point where you're, you have the ability to move. If, if you're lucky enough, you have the ability to go further than you ever thought you've got, you would go in, in a, in a business in a, in a profession, in an art. And I like, I don't know where I am in those last two. And it's crazy because once, once you get to that point, you're almost, you're almost burnt on everything that you're doing because you've done it for so long. And it's, I don't know, I don't know if that's just the way that life is. I don't know if that's the, that's the natural progression of being a professional or being, or getting good at your craft or, uh, just becoming the best at something is you have to put in 10 to 15 years before you might be ready to go and be at the level that you need to be to succeed at the level that you want to succeed at. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, all, all I can really take from it when I, when I look at my life and my career in art and, uh, like business and anything, it's that, like you just have to keep you're working towards a towards something if you're if you're not if you don't believe you're working towards something then just stop and and reflect on what you've been able to do and in in my in my experience I can't speak for everybody but in my experience you you anything that you do is preparing you for the next step and you never know what that next step might be. And so I don't know if you took anything from this episode. And uh, I thought I was going to, I said I was going to talk about the legend, but I'm, I'm out of time. It's 30 minutes. So I apologize. I'll do that on the next episode because I'm going to talk with a good friend and, uh, and he's, he was there for legend. So we'll, we'll get that one taken care of. But yeah. And I'm sorry if you think I rambled. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, This is how these solo episodes go for me. Uh, I don't have a format. I don't have a layout. I just talk and get stuff off my chest. I sit on my chest. Uh, Hopefully somebody that listened to this episode can take something away from my rambling and uh, talking about my experiences. But, yeah, just just, all I can say is just stay positive. Stay positive. uh, Work hard. Believe in yourself, believe in the cause, and uh, good things will come your way. I truly believe that. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Tuesday Special Podcast. Uh, it, like I said, it's me rambling, and it's like 10 o'clock at night, and uh, I just had to get this out. I, I missed last week. I apologize for missing last week. Last week was so insane. Uh, with the legend show and uh, like I was riding high my emotions were shot and uh, it was a success anybody that's asking it was a success uh, and it was f- so much fun and I, I can't wait to to do something like that again I think we're going to but if you want to listen to past episodes you can check them out at 
TuesdaySpecial.com or on Stitcher, Apple Pod. I always want to say iTunes, but Apple Podcast or Spotify. Uh, I, all of them are there, season one, and we are currently in season two. Have about six episodes left in season two. Then we'll take a break and come back with season three. And I got something else in the works. I don't know if it's going to work out, but it's something in the works. Another podcast that I'm really excited about, very similar to one I used to do. Uh, I'm talking to the crew, trying to get them up, trying to get them to, to buy in. And we'll see. But until then, thank you for supporting Tuesday Special Podcast and the sponsors and PWX Wrestling and yourself. Like, support yourself because you deserve to live whatever dream you have in your head. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Tuesday Special Podcast. Find all of our old episodes at TuesdaySpecials.com. That's TuesdaySpecial.com. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. All right. Thank you. Yeah.